kids lately Basically here's the scoop We've got sentient robots Computers that have thoughts And a weird thing called the loop Well, howdy, folks. Welcome to Tales from the Group, a podcast set in the 80s that follow three kids on a quest to uncover the truth about a mysterious machine called The Loop. My name's Adam Foster, and I play Clayton Godwin, the robot-hating, risk-taking, troublemaker of the group. And my name is Tyler Linden, and it's been so long since we last recorded that I can't remember who I play. (laughs) Just kidding. I play Wesley Watts, an outcast weirdo who wants nothing more than to be popular. Haha, <laughs> that's right, Tyler. And my name is Corey Offenberger, <laughs> and I play geeky ladies man. Smells like him, John Milady. You all are insufferable. My name is Dustin Fleischer, and I'm your game master. <laughs> all right, are you guys ready for your uh, SAT question of the day? Uh, is it open yep. note? Uh, no. Actually, God. okay, so if we run out of, out of, uh, if we run out of, uh, Childhood questions, we should actually all answer random SAT, ACT questions. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> wow, that would really make the podcast yeah, fun. Yeah, that's, Sally that's has elevated. 16 apples. <laughs> John has 12 pocket hotties. Yeah. He eats <laughs> all 12. <laughs> John has died of dysentery. Considering one pocket hottie is, uh, contains enough uh, protein to yeah. give you 16 tons of diarrhea, yeah. how many pocket hotties would... <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Um, on the subject of pocket hotties, though, my question for you guys is: What was your favorite lunchable growing up? My favorite, because I have a horrific sweet tooth that I blame my parents for. My favorite lunchable was the dessert pizza. Of course, it was. Oh my god! Oh, I remember, now I remember that. that. Yeah. So oh, confession: yeah. sometimes what I would do. I really loved that chocolate icing frosting thing. So what I would do sometimes is I would just eat the bread and then I would just <laughs> eat the chocolate icing like a freaking uh like a Capri Sun, essentially. Just literally just straight in. What was that bread? Because that cannot be real bread. Yeah. What? <laughs> Adam, Adam, I'm sorry. You forgot that the name of that lunchable is called the Treatsa. Oh the my treatza. god, the oh, yeah, That's actually pretty good. Props <laughs> to their marketing team for that one. Wow. That's fantastic. Yeah. The treatsa. The treatsa. I think maybe my favorite, weirdly, I did I did love the pizza one, but I actually loved the uh nacho ones. Oh yeah. Because oh, I yeah. that is one thing. That like fake orangey yellow nacho cheese, I actually love. I love going to a baseball game and getting that gross cheese. I love it over fries. I I love that fakey cheese. And so, yeah, like a little that, that's a lunchable I would maybe still eat today. There's really something to be said about trash cheese. Like it. Oh, it, yeah. It, oh, it yeah. Still hits. Even the worst cheese is still cheese. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to say the pizza lunchable, but not just any pizza lunchable, the deep dish version. Oh, I didn't even know they made the, a deep dish. Pizza oh, my lunchable. God. You're here's right. Here's the thing. Like. Because I remember a few years back, relatively recently, I actually had like a pizza lunchable on kind of we did this whole thing where we all got together and 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 ate <laughs> lunchables. Childhood foods. Childhood <laughs> foods. And um, that like regular pizza had like the worst bread of all time. But I remember the deep dish <laughs> pizza actually like that bread was pretty good. The sauce is 
also kind of disgusting, but like overtly seasoned. Oh but my anyway. god, yes. I need to look at the So next that. episode, before we record next episode, are we all gonna go get our favorite lunchable and we'll yeah. eat and review it? <laughs> oh, do they oh make god. the tr- do they make 100%. the treatsa anymore? I don't know if they do. Uh, it's number one on this list of quote popular lunchables ranked worst to best. Oh wow. <laughs> but I do wonder, like, is I bet you the treatsa does not meet like regular food health and safety standards for children. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm trying to look up like the different types of Lunchables because obviously the most memorable one is the pizza, but um, there's a hot dog one that I kind of remember trying and it was okay. But I also remember the chicken tender um, or like the whatever it is, like the chicken strip. Oh, yes. And I remember those being so gross. Mm hmm. Because I do actually, even as a kid. Yeah, because the chicken, it was like the texture was that of like fake chicken and yes. just the breading was so like wet and soggy from being refrigerated gross <laughs> so i'm gonna also go with the pizza one because yeah. <laughs> it was the one that i can remember tasting the best team you can get the lunchables pizza and treats us still to this day you can actually get it through instacart so everyone right now let's pause <laughs> oh the podcast we're all going to instacart <laughs> All right, so last we left off, Stuart's handsome daddy helped you escape the school, uh, but you were followed back to Stuart's household by some surveillance vans. And then when you were at Stuart's house, Stuart's sister Aubrey agreed to help you on the condition that you help her test out an advanced version of basically like a tower defense game that she developed uh, inside of a secret bunker under the McDibbles household. And you also successfully raised the stakes of the game and managed to win a pristine Sterling Robotics motherboard that you can use for that memory enclosure for Gliffy. And that is where we'll pick up our episode. You are back in Aubrey's room. Aubrey takes the Sterling Robotics motherboard off of the shelf and hands it to you, John. All right. I, uh, I take it and I put it in my, my book bag. Well, that was, uh, that was a good game. And I uh, put out my hand to shake her hand. Uh, she takes your hand and then she's like, and then she immediately retreats and she goes, why is your hand sticky? <laughs> uh, don't worry. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> All right. Look, I have a jammer that's in my desk, but even if I interrupt this unique private radio network, what's your plan to escape? That's a great question. I feel like we need to figure that out. Well, you, you don't have a plan for us. You're the adult. She's not well, an adult. I mean, I'm a teenager. That's not technically yeah, an adult like, that's basically an adult actually well yeah i mean that's the beauty of being a teenager is that you could be rebellious and kind of do whatever you want and like don't have like the weight of adulthood and and like that responsibility oh that like yet. existential crisis so, but i've only got a few yeah. years yeah why is dustin crying while he says that <laughs> what's the worst thing that can happen if i get caught jamming this like surveillance van you know like oh i gotta slap on the rest i go to juvie yeah. juvie Please. yeah <laughs> Juvie was like a weird threat when we were teenagers. <laughs> yeah, that's it's probably just slap on the wrist. Like they they haven't killed anyone in our eyes. Like since we've been messing around with these folks, that's for sure. Uh, Stuart goes, that's that's not what you guys told me. But okay. yeah, anyway, yeah, no. so should we? Well, could we? So you can jam the frequency. Can we send? Like, could we join the frequency and like maybe give them a? A fake signal, like give them fake coordinates or a fake location and then like, you know, guide them somewhere that is not this house so that we can get out of here unnoticed. 
I mean, I guess that's possible. But yeah, first thing I would need to do is find that private network and then figure out a way to jam it. So, you know, it seems risky. We could maybe do that, but it seems kind of risky if you, you guys want to talk to them. I mean, I, I don't know. Are you guys good with impressions? Um, uh, John actually is the best impressionist I know. <laughs> oh, what's his, what's the impression that he's most known for? Uh, uh, I do. A no, 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 no. I'm asking. I'm asking Wesley. What's uh... <laughs> check oh, out oh, oh. this man? What is it? Eighties? Hmm. Eighty nine. Uh, give me one second to Google uh, if this person. He's got yes. a killer queen impression. <laughs> um. Uh. Well, you remember back in July that show uh, Seinfeld premiered? Check out this guy's Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> and Aubrey looks over to John expectantly. Uh, okay. Um. Okay. Oh, hold on. Here we. Go. Here we go. <clears throat> Airline food. What's up with that? <laughs> See, I uh, told roll you. For <laughs> roll for charm. <laughs> Point disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> disadvantage. I got one since. <laughs> Aubrey nods and snorts, and she's like, "All right, that was that was pretty good." <laughs> but I guess Jerry Seinfeld probably wouldn't be talking to these uh, people on the comms radios, huh? Yeah, I mean, look, very impressive. Hats off to you. You could be a theater kid. But uh, yeah, I don't know if they're going to really buy Jerry Seinfeld. Well, so. like if we jam them, do we think they'll notice the jam and then they'll try to like run around and see what's going on and then we could find our plan of escape maybe or. Well, I mean, how badly did you piss off these people? Oh, good. <laughs> yeah Good. I, well if the network goes down they're not just gonna like drive off to try to solve it they know where you are they're they've boxed you in well so in theory then you know if we tried to sneak out and someone did see us but the the comms were jammed then they couldn't talk to each other right like only we'd at least narrow ourselves down to only running away from one van maybe or one person um yeah, because at some point I mean, we I gotta think... meet back with John's dad. I wonder what he's doing. <laughs> and we uh, cut to the home barn, and John's dad is at the checkout line, and there's only two open lanes, and in one lane there is someone that is returning every conceivable product <laughs> to the home barn, oh, God. and in the other lane there is this old woman who is saying things like. Do you all still accept checks? I'm gonna pull out my checkbook. Yeah. And Mr. Milady goes, oh god. Yeah. And we cut back to the house. Yeah. I was expecting her to pull out like 20 coupons. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to like... Man, this coupon is expired. Okay, so what if I Okay, so hold on. What if what if we were to interfere with their radio signal or whatever, and then we go over the uh, the comms? What if we were to say the bear attacks are just down the street, which would cause them to freak out and leave the area. Uh, I mean, look, you guys are clearly, I don't know what's going on with this, but uh, if you think that that'll work, we could try it. Okay, I have another idea in my head that I will not tell you guys fully, but I will distract them. Oh, God. And I will meet up with you guys at said location that we're going to meet at. Well, I have so, an idea to distract so them. What's our goal here? We're trying to basically get all these parts back to John's dad, right? Or at least back to John's house and then we can meet back with John's dad or whatever. So maybe that's what we do. Maybe we jam their comms 
so that at the absolute most, you know, if Clayton is going to do his secretive plan to distract them, he he can, you know, he can d- distract at least one of them. He won't be able to communicate with anyone else. Um, and then and then at most, Adam has uh, not Adam Clayton. <laughs> Clayton has one person going after him, so he'll have the best chance of getting away and getting back to us. Maybe we try that? Yeah, and I mean, you said that John's dad is going to pick you up from school, right? So all you guys need to do is figure out a way to sneak out of my house, because I, I want these vans gone from my—my my parents can't find out about any of this. Well, what if you what if you lie to your parents and just say that, like, dad, like our dad, or your—that uh, John's dad's going to pick us up at the school— and like is unable to make it over here. Clayton, Clayton, and- look at me. Look at me really quickly. Do you think that I have enough charm in my body to yeah. convince <laughs> my parents and, and lie to them? If anything, you're going to have to figure out a way to like sneak out of here or like lie to them because they're just not going to let you leave. Like my dad, he's like, you know, my parents are like kind of responsible. Like if they pick up kids, they're you're going to want to know that you're here. Oh, I guess that's true. Well, can't we just go like, play in your backyard and and then you know we'll just tell them we're going outside to play and then we'll just run away and you can stay here Stuart. yeah i mean i i guess i guess that works i i mean i'm gonna have to follow you out to the backyard if we do that like right i was just yeah, saying of what's, course. The, what's the backyard situation look like like is anyone over there as far as like cops and stuff so if you remember from last episode and if I remember correctly from last episode, <laughs> when you were looking out of Stewart's window into the backyard, you did see a couple of surveillance vans on the street behind the house. And then from Aubrey's room, you can see some surveillance vans in the front of the house. How many are? Yeah, so you said a couple. How many are in the back of the house? I am so glad you asked that question. Because we are going to move into extended trouble. So there are six vans that are surrounding the house currently. There's two in the front of the house, two in the back of the house, and one on either side of the house, but on the street. Because you're on like a, a row of houses. There's one van on each side of the house on those streets that sort of intersect with the street that Stewart's house is on. Okay. okay so there's gotcha. six vans total. So it's like two, two, one, one. Yes. Two in the front, two in the back, and then one on the side streets. In order to succeed in extended trouble, you're going to need to roll a number of successes four times the amount of vans that are tracking you. Which means currently <laughs> you need to roll twenty four successes. Oh my god! Twenty four in a. However, <laughs> there are certain rolls that you will attempt where the success not only counts towards your overall number of successes, but can potentially eliminate a van, make a van lose track of you, which will reduce the overall number of successes required. So, for example, if you end up losing a van, you will then need to roll 20 successes because you have five vans instead of six. Simultaneously, there may be failures that result in a van finding your location again. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay, guys. So here's my thought is if we go outside and play, um, but we can't expend too much energy, you know, so we got to be smart. Is I will slowly sneak out of the backyard, catch those two cars as a tent, two vans attentions uh, in a way that I will not tell you guys. Um, 
Okay. Uh, but then after that, that way, if I can get them to come after me, that leaves the back way open. Okay. So that way, because because then the front go- the front vans can't talk to the back vans because we've jammed them, and then the side vans wouldn't be able to see either. Okay, I'm down. I'm- you, it sounds like your idea is sketchy, but I mean, it all. Oh, it's checks very out. sketchy, but I have a plan. <laughs> okay, well, Clayton's plans previously have typically ended up in us getting in even more trouble. So, <laughs> but this one, but this one gets you in less trouble because I get in more trouble, but then you guys get away. I mean, Clayton is the best at sneaking around and right, I think. And yeah, like moving I'm, I'm around. Sneaky. So I'm, I'm all for sacrificing Clayton as much as the next guy. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. This just seems I mean, if you're comfortable with this, Clayton, and you think that you can get this done, then then I'll trust you. But this seems very, very sketchy. Frankie slides over to you, Clayton, and says, do you need my help to commit violence? Actually, that's a good idea. Clayton, you need to take Frankie with you. Frankie, <laughs> I thought you would never ask. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! All right, guys. So me and Frankie are going to take my rope. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we're going to tie it on one end of the van. Oh. And then the right. other end of the rope on the other end of the other van. <laughs> okay. okay. That way they're stuck together if they try to drive away. And then I was going to slash the tire of the one that I met and then see if maybe Frankie can do the same with his. And then we run. Okay, so you're basically immobilizing the two vans? Yeah. And that was the rest. And that I have no other details after that. <laughs> Clayton, okay. roll for charm. This does not count as a success towards extended trouble if you succeed, by the okay, way. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I didn't roll a six. Uh, you can tell he's leaving out information. I feel like you're not really... You're not lying to us, but you're being weird. <laughs> well, it's yeah, like a lie of omission. Yeah. Okay, so you're admitting it. What are you? Oh, oh, yeah. what, oh, what? No, you well, know what, I just, John? I, I just have a backup plan that, like, in case all of that fails. That Honestly, you know, it's probably it, better if we don't know. That's true. That's yeah. true. And I probably won't even have to use that backup plan so we're good you know so you don't even need to know about it because it's not gonna happen i'm an 11 year old with the blood pressure of a 45 year old (laughs) i'm so stressed (laughs) wesley's gonna be the person growing up that like after he hits like 21 he's gotta start eating like the regular cheerios not even honey nut cheerios to lower his like (laughs) cholesterol what a hyper specific thing (laughs) Stuart, stewart says who has the walkies do we uh, have walkie still? Yeah, we still have the yeah, walkie. I have the walkie-talkie. And well, I- no, no, no. So, no, I have it, but, John, you need batteries for yours because you threw your batteries out instead of turning your walkie-talkie well, no, no, I, did, I didn't throw them. I just took them out because I, oh, okay. I didn't want you yes. um, uh, talking to me while people were in the forest and they could overhear the... Yeah. <sighs> okay, I couldn't yeah. remember if you threw the batteries. No, I just, I just took mind. them out, so I can, I can put them back. Okay. Well, like maybe, okay, yeah, why don't you just can John one of them and then I've got my walkie, right? And then, right? Does that work? Well, step one, John and Aubrey should work to jam their signals. That should be step number one before Clayton even goes out anywhere because if their signals aren't jammed and he gets caught, he's going to be in big trouble. 
Yeah, just let me know when you guys... Because I'm not really good with computers, so... (laughs) Yeah, let me know when you guys are ready. I... We can we can work on jamming the signal. Let's hope for the best. While they are working on that, can I like just be looking out the window, monitoring the guys to just see? Because I just want to watch for like when that signal gets jammed. Like, do they notice immediately? Do they think everything's fine? Like, I just want to see what's going on. Yeah, I don't which know if window? I have which window do you want? Um, we're in uh, Aubrey's room. Let's check out. Which is in the let's front check out the, the backyard. We'll go to. I'll go to Stewart's room. Check out the backyard where we're gonna go pretend to play. Okay, cool. That works. All right, so Aubrey, uh, let's 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 work on this jamming of the signal. So, if it's a if it's a private network, I would imagine that it would be like something like Wi-Fi, right? So she takes out this large mechanical box from a desk drawer and she goes, "Okay, so." They're probably still working on some sort of radio frequency, right? It's just one that like maybe is not available for consumers. This thing scans a much broader spectrum of radio waves. And so I'm thinking whatever has the most amount of interference right now should be the one that we go after and try to disable within this area. So this has some pretty decent range. It should invalidate whatever frequency they're on within this neighborhood, um, but we're gonna have to do our best guess of what frequency it is. All right. Um, is there anything that I can do? Yeah. So I'll just scrub through all these different frequencies. And if you think you hear something that might be the frequency that we need to cut, you just let me know. All right. So she turns on the box and she starts scrubbing through using this dial. Um, as she's scrubbing through, you start hearing some heavy static in one area and then she keeps tuning it and then the static goes away and you hear heavy static in another area. Roll for calculate. I have one six. Okay. Oh, thank God. With one six, you get uh, the feeling that the first signal is the one that they are using okay i I think the first signal sounds like it might be the the one with the heavier traffic all right um sean you know what'd be cool is once you figured that out if you yelled calculated (laughs) i don't know why that just sounds like it'd be cool (laughs) (laughs) what a save what What a save save. (laughs) what a save chat disabled chat Uh, disabled (laughs) what a save sorry (laughs) (laughs) all right aubrey tunes it back to that first frequency and looks you in the eyes and opens up this um, you know, like plastic enclosure, and there's this red button. And she's like, "I mean, do we want to do it?" I think so. All right. So she hits the button, and then Tyler, roll for investigate. Okay. Two sixes. Hey, nice. Yes. Enhancer pocket. I'm gonna pocket it for now since okay. we're in this extended cool. trouble. So with one success, you notice that there is movement in both vans. One person gets out of the van and opens up like the little back doors and Mm -hmm. hops in and tries to like make adjustments. And then another agent from one of the vans walks over to talk to the other agents in a van. So it's clear that something has happened. Uh, All right, Clayton, I think this might be your moment because one of the vans is now abandoned, has nobody in it. It's at the uh, it's at the back side of the house. I was out looking at the backyard. So. All right, then and in that case, then I might just go ahead and just I might go with the the slashy slashy and then maybe another distraction, too. So, Frankie, I'm going to have you just stay with me then. You got it, bud. I, I'm a little upset because I thought we were going to slash faces, not tires. 
Um, yeah, we're not there yet, Frankie, but you know, like what? Like I mean, sorry, I didn't mean to say yet, but like maybe like maybe slashing like some robots, maybe. But like Ooh. I really feel like I need to reprogram Frankie. Is that problematic <laughs> yeah. to my own kind? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> There's this distant, faraway look that occurs in Frankie's light eyes, and then he just steps back to the present. He's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I'm going to sneak to the van that's... Wait, uh, can we just assume that I have something sharp? Let me see. Oh, I have wire cutters. I could use that to just stab the tire. Okay, so what we're going to do first is you're on the second floor of the house, so we need to make our way outside, right? That was the plan yep, to go so to the backyard. Let me roll move, move to get out of there quickly. So Stuart says, all right, well, I mean, it looks like it worked, right? Like, are we ready to move to the backyard? Yep. Let's do it. Okay, uh, what should, should, I don't know where my parents are. Should we sneak back there or just kind of like. Yeah, oh yeah, let's definitely try to sneak. And then if not, we can, you know, we'll just make up an excuse. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, everybody roll for sneak. Uh, this is what I'm going to use my extra die for. I didn't roll a six. I got a four. Okay, hold on. Tyler, you need three, three sixes. I didn't get any sixes, so. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Damn. So does that count as three separate failures? I'm not keeping track of failures. I'm only keeping track of successes. Got it. Oh, I thought you said some failures could result in more vans. Correct. Some failures. I'm not some telling failures. you which ones. Oh, okay. But yeah. now it's not a number of failures. It's like a type of failure. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. As you try to sneak down the stairs, Stuart's dad rounds the corner and says, what are you boys up to? Uh, oh, we were um, just thinking about uh, playing. Uh, we were thinking about maybe going out into the backyard and playing. Uh, roll for charm. And that is why I didn't say a damn thing. I, I thought Tyler was about to say something, and I'm like, no, let John speak. <laughs> one six. All right, well, one six, Paul narrows his <laughs> eyes a little bit, and he's like, well, cool, I just recently built a trampoline for old Artie here and Aubrey, and it seems like Aubrey likes to use it more than Artie does, but, you know, I'm just trying to instill the love of sports into my kid, and <laughs> you know how it is. <laughs> Oh, I love <laughs> oh, a trampoline. Yes. I, I absolutely know how that is. I mean, just I mean, you can tell just by looking at me. I'm a I'm a sports enthusiast. I'm, I, I would consider myself an athlete. Roll for charm. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. He he is the shape of most balls. <laughs> no, he's going to be a hell of a lineman in high school. Let me tell you yeah, what. Good luck getting past that guy. I was yeah. I was used as the meat shield in dodgeball. Okay, let's just say that. Yeah. <laughs> meat shield. That's, that's true. I would hide behind you in dodgeball a lot. You're a very easy target, but you're also large. <laughs> okay okay dad oh stop God. embarrassing me let's go outside and Stuart leads you all into his backyard and so you are now in the backyard is there a is this a fenced in backyard or not really no it is not um so you all are in Stuart's backyard there is a house behind his house so oh, okay. there's no fence around Stuart's backyard but there is a fence around the house behind him and on all sides so okay. there's a house on the other facing the other street that's parallel from Stewart Street. OK, OK. And then is there's not any like I guess we're in a neighborhood. There's not any like wooded areas or anything nearby. I'm just trying to like figure out an escape plan for us once Clayton does his thing. You can roll for investigate to figure out the best okay. escape plan. I would just like this to say that this is growth where like I am just relying on you guys to say these things so I don't have to roll them. <laughs> <laughs> um, one six. All right, with one six, you notice that there are two side yards between the house that's directly behind Stuart's house. 
on one side, the fence looks pretty locked in. On the other side, the gate is slightly open. Um, okay, John, you see over there that that gate's open a little bit. We might that might be our our, our escape plan. And Clayton, once you once you slash the tires and do your rope thing, that might be where we all need to meet. When you say it's slightly open, is it like chained or something, and it's just like slightly open, or is it actually just open, open? Like we can it's swing open, it open. open. Okay. It's wide. Would you open. say it's based on my one six more open or more ajar? It's more. <laughs> you know what? It's more ajar. It's not flagrantly okay. open. It's not welcoming you. But wait, it's ajar. but like what kind? Whoa, wait, like is it like a mason? <laughs> you know, it's not too late to kick Adam out of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're holding open casting calls for the role of Clayton. Um, <laughs> um, question is, wait, is it is the one that's uh, ajar? Uh, <laughs> I can't, sorry, I can't like, now I, like, I can't unhear ajar. Um, is the one that's open, is that closer to the van that's empty now or closer to the one that's not empty? You can roll for comprehend. Yeah, I didn't I didn't understand shit. Yeah, you do not know which side will lead to the van that is empty. So wait, are the vans on the other side of that house? Are the vans like Yes, the vans are on that okay. street on the other side of the house, so they're kind of blocked from your view. Okay, I see. Okay, yeah, guys. But do I know which one because I was looking out the window, right? Do I, I know which one doesn't have anybody in it, right? Um yes, you do. So can I communicate that to Clayton and let him know so that he then knows? Yeah. So Clayton, I the the van that I saw that has nobody in it, unfortunately, is over by that locked fence over there. So you may have to find another way around. OK, uh, well, I can always just climb it. Um, I just you, uh, you are a climber, actually, and you do have rope, which would give you, you know, would would help you. <laughs> I just the, the real question would be uh, how to get Frankie up there. But well, once you get up and over, you can unlock the gate from the other side, right? Maybe. I guess. We gotta, yeah, it depends I, I on the... To, I need to ask God that. God, uh, it's me, Margaret. Um. <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, how you doing? Uh, roll for move. Okay. And I'm using my rope, so. Uh, okay, yeah. You can do that. To, to climb it. Okay, so give yourself those bonus dice, boy. <laughs> I got one six. That is wild. I had eight dice to roll and it was just one freaking six. That's what happened with my investigate, too. That's wild. So, Clayton, you peel off from the group. You hop the fence. And on the other side, you do see that it is just something you could easily unlock to bring Frankie through. Oh, hell yeah. All right. So I go to do that to bring Frankie over. And then that was kind of like give like the thumbs up to uh, Wesley and uh, John. And I don't say anything because he's behind the fence. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Frankie <laughs> Frankie follows you through and he's like, "Ooh, this is so exciting. Ooh, what do we do now? Ooh." Uh, Frankie, just so you know, this might be the moment where we're separated for a while from John and Wesley, but we'll we'll uh we'll we'll, we'll get through it, okay? It's okay, Clayton. Out of all of them, I feel like you're the one that gets me the most. And he like <laughs> he, ex- he extends his hand out and just caresses your cheek. Mm, didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clayton throws up. <laughs> okay, so you are now in the side yard. You do see there's windows on both sides of the houses. One of them does have a light that's on. Okay. Uh, I want to sneak by that light, like going like under it. Cool, cool. Um, roll for sneak. Frankie is also going to roll for sneak. 
I am gonna use my luck point on this one. But I only have one more after this, but I feel like I need to... Oh, I got one six. Okay. Okay, you got one six. Congratulations. Frankie did not. <laughs> Frack! <laughs> so you're walking through this side yard and you duck underneath the window, but Frankie, he doesn't have any ability to really duck. Like, he kind of <laughs> shortens his body, but he just, like, slides right by the window and there's a woman washing dishes in her kitchen and she opens up the door and she's like, hey, hey, what are you two doing uh, in my yard? This is private property. I manicure these lawns. Oh, so sorry, ma'am. I'm playing hide and seek from our buddies, but we're trying to make it to the to the other to the trees over there on the other side of the street. Roll for charm. Yes. I did roll a six, by the way. Uh, she glares at you and she's like, if you're not off my property in less than a minute, I'm calling the police. Oh, then I got you, fam. I'm out of here. Okay. Question. Mm -hmm. Is she going to, so me running, is she going to see me run towards the van now? Or will the van kind of be out of her eyesight? You do not know. I take that moment and I'm like, all right, Frankie, let's go. We got to go hide from our friends. And I want to move swiftly to the other side of the the van so she doesn't like see me. But then the guys don't see me, if that makes sense. Yeah, you're going to roll for sneak again, and Frankie's going to have to do the same thing. Oh, I don't like that I only have four in sneak. Uh, oh, I got one six. Thank God. <laughs> Frankie, don't you dare. I don't even need to roll again. Frankie got a six. Oh, um, thank God. So, Clayton, you successfully sneak over to the van and you don't seem to catch anyone's attention. You look over at the other van and there are some agents with their backs towards the van uh, you're able to look inside the back door of the van that they are at, and you see all of this heavy surveillance equipment, but you notice that some of the TVs are very staticky. Okay. Do I see them if they have, they have weapons on them, or would you I have would to have roll? To, you would have to roll to figure uh, that out. Okay, I'll I'll do it. I want to see if they have, like, a gun or something on them. Okay. Nah, I didn't. I didn't roll a six. Okay, you do not see any weapons on their person. Okay. Can I, so we're all, I guess, pretending to play whatever. Um, can I like kind of sneak around to uh, maybe, and maybe John can sneak to the other one to the sides of the house and check on the two vans that are on the sides of the house, the, the separate sides of the house is just to see, just want to make sure no one's coming. No one is seeing what Clayton is up to. Oh buddy, you're yeah, asking so a you're, lot from me. There's yeah. a few houses. <laughs> There's a few houses to the left and to the right of uh, Stuart's house, and they're all they all have their own backyards. The only way that you would have to do that is to get in the trampoline and jump pretty high to look through each side. To <laughs> oh, see my God. If you can yes, okay, please. I'll do yes, it. Please. OK, so for that, you're going to that is going to be a move roll. For OK, you. I think you should have John. Oh, move. shoot. My body is one. Uh, It's just one. <laughs> OK. Just use all your luck points on it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right, let's see. No, <laughs> dang. Okay, so um, you get into the trampoline, and Stuart's like, "What? What are, you, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm I'm trying to jump up high enough, you know, because I'm going up and down. I'm trying to <laughs> jump high enough so I can see the guys in the vans on the side streets." So Paul did not do a very good job of assembling this trampoline. And oh, no. on one bounce, the actual thing snaps and you fall <laughs> to the ground and crumple. And you are going to take the injured condition. Oh, so it actually no. goes like, I'm just trying to jump 
high enough to, oh God, oh God, ow, 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 I'm hurt. <laughs> I run over and I, and I help Wesley up. Wes, Wesley, are you okay? Yeah, Stuart I'm runs fine. over to and he's like, I gotta be honest, I'm kind of glad that you broke it. I didn't want to play with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> they are death traps. Why did parents let their kids have these? <laughs> Could you imagine me, me trying to jump on that thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would have fallen into the ground. You would have created a divot in the ground. John, John, this is weird, but normally my mom kisses my boo-boos when I have them, and I just need someone to do it. It's just a ritualistic thing. Uh, Stuart uh, gets up and walks way far away from you <laughs> and turns around. Uh, uh, Wesley, I'm, I'm, you're my best friend. Um, I'm going to need you to close your eyes for this. <laughs> okay, I won't look. And then I, I cover I, my eyes. And then I take my hand, you know, like when, like, <laughs> and I try to, like, fake that I'm kissing the, uh, the boo-boo. <laughs> Wow, cool. that's a familiar feeling. All right, um, I feel better now. Yeah. I'll go ahead and uncheck the injured. Con- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Clayton, we are back to you at the van. What are you going to do? All righty. Um, I uh, am going to use force now. Mm, uh, Frankie. Yeah. Here's my Here's my thought. Do we... Do we slash the tire of this van or do we drive the van? (laughs) Because here's my thing, because if I distract them and we run like we're going to have to like we're going to be rolling a lot of moves because we're because because I don't know about you, Frankie, but I am horrendous with directions. I don't know where the hell we are right now. (laughs) So. So, like, if I stab this thing and then we grab the uh, attention of the guards, which you'll love, by the way. I know we haven't talked about it, and I did not tell John and uh, Wesley, but you're going to love it. Um, But my thought is, like, oh, wait, a light flickers in Clayton's eyes (laughs) of pure chaos. (laughs) Frankie, question. Ooh, I like this look. Tell me more. (laughs) Uh, Question, question. Yes. Do you, can you spark? Like, can you, can you like do like a flicker? Like a, like a, like almost like a lighter? Um, I don't know if I have that in my body, but maybe if you like sever one of my limbs, there might be like a a sparking wire that would appear. Yeah, I'll, I, I can snip one of the wires in your arm, like not take your whole arm off, of course. Um, even though that would give me great pleasure, but, um, I mean, choice of words. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I have what's essentially an adrenaline rush if something like that were to happen to me. So if you are to inflict pain on me, that might be fun. Yeah. <laughs> wow, this is going a route I did not see coming. So welcome to uh, Tales from the Group, a definitely a BDSM podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a sadist. Because um, Frankie, because here was my thing was I was going to like stab the tire. But what if I stab the gas tank? lead a trail of gasoline and then you catch it on fire oh my god because because like we could have it because then we could have the the i don't know how to like lead it oh no i do god question yeah what's up (laughs) so we we would assume i know my iconic items are rope would we assume that clayton has a lot of rope uh, yeah, that's pretty much like, I guess, infinite rope now that I think about it with like an iconic item like that. Yeah, I'd say I'd say you have a, like a pretty decent amount of rope. OK, uh, no, here we go, Frankie. This is what we're going to do. I'm we're going to pry open the uh, the the gas tank, 
like the 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 where you put gas in it. I know. Uh, I know what a gas tank is. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna pry that open. I'm gonna put my rope in it, and we're gonna like make a, a like a little trail of like not the whole, not my whole rope, of course, but like a little bit, and then that way we have a fuse so we can light it, run away, and then the gas tank catches on fire and probably explodes the van, and that way. We can run away, and then they won't even know that we did it because then we won't even be over there. Um, there is this twinkle in Frankie's eyes, and he's like, "Clayton, I think, I think I love you." Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we could back with John and Wesley. Wesley like <laughs> clenches his chest all of a sudden and starts to look weak, and he goes, "John, I, something has shifted. <laughs> something very bad is about to happen. I can feel it. I can feel it's it too. Yoda. Something is definitely wrong." It's Yoda from Revenge of the Sith when he just like drug like crumbles. It, it's, it's like it's like in Scrubs where uh, JD and Turk have a sex gong, and anytime that they have oh, sex, yeah. they hit the gong, and the other person can feel it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm gonna do that. So I'm gonna force open the uh, gas tank uh, lid. Force. Because I'm also assuming back in the day, I feel like some of these old ones, they just opened up anyway. They didn't have the like how you have the lever under the driver's mm-hmm. side. So, no, we try to like walkie Clayton and see, like, make sure he's all good. Uh, two sixes. Enhance or pocket? I'm going to pocket that. OK. Yeah, you could do whatever you want at any time. Tyler. Good. I was going to say I was going to walkie you, but you can walkie me because that's more comedic that Clayton would forget to tell you guys this plan. <laughs> Uh, John, can you use your walkie-talkie and get in contact with Clayton? Yeah. I just want to make sure he's good. He's been gone a while. Yeah, I can do that. Um, so I'm going to take the walkie, and I'm going to contact Clayton. So Roll for contact, yep, with whatever the plus advantage you have for that item, the walkie. I got 1-6. Okay. With 1-6, uh, you successfully radio Clayton. Clayton, are you okay? You're taking a little bit. What's going on? Yeah, um, sorry, some, some things changed, uh, a new idea ca- uh, came present, so th- I'll let you know when to do it, but, like, or, like, when, when to, when to get ready. Okay. Um, but, so, here's the funny thing, is now you guys can't stop me, so I'm, I'm gonna tell you the plan now. Uh, what do you mean stop you? Away. What do you mean stop you, Clayton? <laughs> Clayton, <laughs> so, <laughs> don't do so something when, stupid. When you hear, like, I'm gonna tell you go and then when you hear the big boom what do you mean boom run. hold on clayton so, what do you mean boom? boom so 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 i'm gonna put a, a part of my rope in the gas tank of this van and then i'm gonna get uh frankie here to light it and then that way we have a timing fuse and then it'll blow up this van and then distract probably all of the guards around because people are going to hear a giant boom. But then this way me and Frankie can escape and no one will know it was us and we can run. And my thought process too, is when they come over to check it out, I would somehow, uh, well actually not somehow I know how to do it. Uh, my plan was to then take out the other van as well in a different way. Wesley, what do you think? What do you think about this? I, I think I'm having a freak out a little bit. Uh, Clayton's going to get himself killed. I, I, no, 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 we'll be fine. We'll be fine. I'll, I, I know. To, well, ba- I know to back up twenty feet more than what I think is normal, and then that's where we're good. So okay, I I think I think if you're going to do something that dramatic, things are going to escalate very quickly, and so we need. Where do we want to meet? Because because uh, 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 John school. and I can start heading over that way now. Well, no, no, no. But how are we going to get to the school? 
Well, I, I don't I don't know. It's a, it's a hard trek. Do, do we think we need to take a van? Are you talking about driving a van? I mean, do, do you even gonna, know how to drive? Do we have bikes? How about this? If you can find bikes, then we can bike. Like, oh, look, ask, okay. Ask, ask, uh, I feel like, oh, absolutely, uh, Stuart's family is the type to have bikes. Let's be honest. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, uh, Stuart, family, are you guys a biking family? I, well. Everyone except him. <laughs> everyone except me, yeah. <laughs> Great, good to know. Anyways, all right, carry on, Stuart, with whatever you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's perfect, because now, like, if you have bikes, I mean, somehow we're going to need to get another bike for me over there, but, like, you could just figure that out yourself because that's too much brain for me but that way y'all can bike over maybe towards maybe maybe check to see if the front vans leave when the explosion happens and then y'all can go out that way and you can almost like follow the vans far from like far away of course but like follow their path because their focus is going to be on what just exploded and then that way we can have the bikes and then bike away how about this i'll meet you guys on the side of the street that we came from, like towards the school. You see what I'm saying? Okay. What if I meet y'all on that side uh, after the explosion, and then that way we can bike to the school? Okay, that works. Okay, we just, yeah, we have to get the bikes. We'll, we'll radio you when we have the bikes so you know. But okay. yeah, meet over there, and, and I guess wait for us. Okay, I won't light it. I'll just hang out over here. Okay, so can we, I guess, since <laughs> now we're going to steal bikes from uh, his family, um... Which actually is kind of perfect. There'll be probably three bikes, right? Because there'd be his two parents and his sister, and he doesn't have a bike. Oh, no, he has a um, bike, but it's just not used. It's like pristine condition. <laughs> yeah, no, he bought it for him. Like, his family bought it for him, hoping he would, be, he would still, do it. It's still in the wrapping, like the like the plastic uh, that they put yeah. over it to protect the frame. Yep. Okay, John, do we... Do we tell Stuart about this plan or do we just have him distract his parents and we just take the bikes? Well, I would imagine Stuart probably overheard the plan because he's standing next to us. I'm literally right no, here. No, I told him to get back to whatever he was doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't mean that I listened to you. Um, well, would you mind if we borrowed your bikes? <laughs> no, if you take the bikes, the, whatever it takes to get these vans away from my family. Like, I don't care. What, what, do, I, what do I care about more? Those stupid bikes or, or my mom and dad's like lives? All I'm saying, too, is we I don't we're, know. You're a uh, weird dude. I can't predict anything <laughs> with you. All I'm saying, if we, we're we doing Stuart a ton of favors. We've taken out the trampoline. We got rid of biking Sundays. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I do hate biking Sundays. <laughs> okay, well, John, let's... Uh, Let's see if we can sneak to the garage. Um, Stuart, maybe, you know, you just, just act natural, act cool, um, and we'll take care of biking Sundays for you. Hey, all right, but I, I'll, I'll follow you in there. Just, like, watch guard, keep guard or whatever, I guess. That makes right? sense. Okay. God, we can't lose this guy. All right, uh, so can John and I <laughs> sneak mm-hmm. to the garage? All right, roll for sneak. I hate this. I think I also have terrible sneak. I only have one dice for sneak, so. I only have three for sneak. Just get two sixes. Don't forget whatever one. conditions you have, too. Ooh. Oh, darn. I rolled one six, but I don't. I have minus one. Okay, so let me roll again. With two. Oh, you should have lied. Damn, yeah, you should have taken one of those dice <sighs> away. I've got, oh, it's okay. I, I still got the six again. I'm, oh, shit. Nice. I'm going to use the luck point for this. Karma. Okay. Come on, baby. I'm going to use one more luck point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I only have well, only one. Rolling one. I only have one dice, so. Oh, thank God. Okay, I got a six on that one. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, cool. 
So you guys successfully sneak to the garage and you find three bikes there and you start slowly removing them off of the racks. The one thing that you do notice is that it's going to be really tough to have a third bike on your person. Like you cannot carry that bike on your own. Um, all right. Well, these bikes are kind of heavy, especially this one that's meant for uh, Stuart's hunky dad. Um, I mean, Clayton can definitely ride this one because he's the tallest. What? What, Stuart? I, what was that with my dad? What did you say? No, I just said your tall dad and his tall, his tall bike. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought I heard something, something else. You guys seriously can't carry that third? Oh, okay. It is pretty heavy. He tries to like pick it up and he's like, oh, okay, never mind. I, I get I'm it also now. like so weak. I'm, I did that one good th- thing running in class in gym class one yes. time, but I've never been able to lift anything. And um, we all know how John is and just, just looks at John and, and looks him up and down and goes, mm. This is the body built by a Greek god. Yeah. <laughs> Roll for charm. Um, this will not count towards your extended trouble. Okay. <laughs> oh, I actually rolled a six. <laughs> oh, wow. So he's like, whatever, you narbo. <laughs> but he's like, kind of jealous. <laughs> All right. So, John, how are we going to get these bikes over to where Clayton told us to meet him? So I guess because there is a van out that way, right? Yeah. So I guess we need to give him the signal that we have the bikes and then try to run to him after. Oh, wait. Yeah. Because maybe if he sets off this loud boom, that will distract some of these other vans and give us a clear path. Yeah. So I think that's I think we have to get them distracted first. So let's 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 go ahead and walkie him in once we're in position. Okay. All right. Uh, You should walkie him with your I don't have a walkie talkie. Yeah. So I'm going to contact. And. I did not get a six. (laughs) You go to contact Clayton and on Clayton's end, the radio makes this loud squealing noise um, when it's activated. That is just a little louder than he anticipated. And Clayton, you fumble for the walkie talkie before any of the agents in the other van notice. And you notice that they both like some of the agents perk up, but they don't turn around. They just thought that they heard something. But you are going to take the scared condition. Oh, shit. Wow. I like how I failed and Clayton. <laughs> so good. Yeah, that's yep. so good. That's so good. <laughs> Can Dang. I give Clayton a condition, too? Yeah. What should I do? <laughs> Try calling him again. Honestly, Try calling him again. I like this because, <laughs> because this is Clayton's dumb idea. So, yeah, <laughs> that's true. He, he got what he deserved. So, but we are in contact with him via the walkie talkie. Yes, you are in contact with him. Yes. Okay. But it just caused him to get scared. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Clayton. Clayton, okay, so we have the bikes. What we're going to do is we're going to have you create your distraction. And then we need you to meet us over. over uh, do we need to meet him or does he need to meet us with the bikes? Well, I thought we were both going to meet up at like wherever the location, like on that end of the street, that block. Okay, yeah, let's let's do that. It's just, that sounds like a lot of work on our end. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, all right. So go ahead and make the distraction and, and then we'll meet you. All righty, folks. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. How are you going to get the third bike to, to Clayton, though? Um, that's a really good question. Well, I mean, like, could you just, like, walk it over? Like, I mean, I know it would take you all a little bit longer, but, like... I guess it depends on how good your distraction is, but... Stuart grabs the walkie and says, Clayton, okay, look, if I, if I were to try... To, to bike over to the side yard and just, just like, give it to you, right? Like, just hand it off and then just run back to the house. Like, that could maybe work, right? Yeah, that, w- that would work if you're if you're okay with that. 
That's that's some character. Anything to right get there. look. All all I I just want my family to be safe. Okay. So if if this if that's what it takes, if it, well, I'll put myself in, in at risk this one time, this one and only time. That's very uh, brave of you, Stuart. That is brave of you. I don't Stuart, need your Stuart. I don't need your approval. No, it's okay, Stuart. <laughs> I'm gonna blow up this fan just for you. I don't don't say that out loud. Don't say that. Don't. What if anyone's listening? Okay, yeah. that just made me culpable. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That was all a joke. We're all playing D and D right now. <laughs> all, all right, well, Stuart. If you can, if you can help us with the bike over there, I'll I'll give you my pocket hottie at lunch next time. I don't. I, that those things are disgusting. I don't want a pocket hottie. Wow, you're really Everyone, missing out. Yeah, of course they're disgusting. But we're kids. Everyone loves pocket hotties. Yeah. We <laughs> what did you eat? A Lunchables. Yeah. <laughs> I All right, wish. fine, fine. If you do it, then I'll make sure that I give you my Lunchables treats next yeah. time. Students' <laughs> eyes light up because oh. My family won't my family won't buy lunchables treats because they're all athletic and stuff. I would love also a they're not legally uh, allowed to call that food, so <laughs> Yeah, well I mean that's part of the reason why my parents is that the reason why my parents are so much more physically attractive than I am? Is it, 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 does, does Lunchables affect your DNA and genetics and physical appearance? <laughs> yeah, it's probably fine. No, there's no way. John eats, John eats Lunchables all the time and look at him. <laughs> <laughs> we pan over to John and <laughs> from the depths of hell, God, who is watching with flaming <laughs> hot Cheetos on a television, goes, <clears throat> okay. <laughs> okay, guys. I think it's time to put the plan into motion. Clayton, right, are you ready? Yeah, yeah. I'm okay, ready. Clayton, your move. We'll wait for your signal and then we'll go. All right, all right. And then okay. I, I hang up and I look at Frankie. I'm like, okay, Frankie, I'm going to cut this wire off your arm and then it's going to spark the fire. And then, Frankie, do we think we go back to the house of the lady that didn't like us or do we sprint over to the house on the other side of the street and then cross over eventually? Clayton, I, I got to be honest with you. We're blowing up a van. That's going to cause some people to notice. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, but like. I don't think it matters which way we go. That woman in that house probably knows. Yeah. <laughs> she probably will hear a loud explosion in her front yard, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Uh, yeah. Then we'll, we'll, what we'll do then is we'll just go on the other side of the street. So that way those people don't know that we're already like running around. Yeah. And, Clayton, and stuff. Clayton, I love your violence. I just, you're, you're. This is why I need your other friends here, because they're, oh, they're, no, they're absolutely. smarter than you uh, are. And then depending on how this plays out, uh, I might need you to give me a second so I can do the other thing to take out the other van. You got it, bud. Can I roll? Can I like do an investigate or something outside to just see? Because I just want to keep an eye on these vans as this boom yeah. happens. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether I lost my dice, but I don't think that was six was one I rolled. So I'm going to use a luck point. <laughs> Okay, I got one six that time. So you peer out of the garage and you do see two vans that are on the street that Stuart's house is on. They're parked there. You can't really see what's going on, but you do still see them. Yeah, I just want to like keep an active eye on them as this boom happens. So, uh, all right, I go to cut the wire off of Frankie. Okay, one second. And he pulls out that hat that he stole from the golf shop and he stuffs it in his <laughs> mouth and then he holds out his arm. <laughs> and you are going to roll for force. Oh, thank God. I was like, I swear to God, if this man makes me roll Tinker, <laughs> we were never going to uh, get out of it. So six. And then seven, make sure look at your conditions because I got you the scared. Oh, shit. Yeah, I am scared. Yeah, you're right. Good call. All right. So the wire cutters just kind of can't do that out. Perfect. I'll take it. I am going to use. Mm, 
I'm not going to use my last luck point. I can't. I only have one mm-hmm. more. I failed it. I failed it. Okay. I did not get a six. So you cut Frankie's arm open with the wire cutters and Frankie goes into the hat, but his eyes light up like he's experiencing pure bliss. But <laughs> in the process of doing that, his arm does spark successfully, but it singes your finger. You're going to take the injured condition. And now he's got a sparking wire. Okay. Once you light this rope, Frankie, we got to go. Okay. So go ahead and go ahead and light it. All right, let's do it. You first are going to tinker with the gas tank. Fuck. To make sure that you feed the rope in properly. My tech is one. I am so screwed. We are so screwed. Wait, is that before your... Oh, shoot. So you you automatically fail then. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm going to automatically fail it then. Yeah, because you have plus two on your rope. Oh, wait, no, the rope. Yeah, you're right. Plus two on the rope. I forgot about that. you just have one dice because you have plus two on the rope. That would be three total minus two. You still have one dice to roll. Can I help him by sending him good vibes? Yeah. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Can I do a vibes roll? Yeah, I got a two. I did not get a six. Frankie, do you want to do you want to tinker Frankie and see if you can? Does he take a disadvantage because he's missing a hand? (laughs) (laughs) So you feed the rope into the gas tank as best as you can. And Frankie's like, here we go. And he puts his finger down. Roll for move. All right. Oh, thank God. I want six. Frankie lights the gas tank. You all move out of the way. And this van explodes. I mean, it is like shrapnel everywhere. Uh, The windows of the houses on that street smash open from the force (laughs) of the explosion. There's debris everywhere. The agents are knocked to the ground and it is very loud. Some of the car alarms on that street start going off. You have created a massive distraction. The only thing that does work out for you is the moment that this happens, you all hear this loud boom. The vans in the front yard do start up and they peel away all right uh john i think this is our opening that definitely whatever he did worked i hope clayton's okay and do we need to roll anything to get over to our meeting point i would say roll for move okay all right Stuart, come on don't forget the treats is on the line yeah (laughs) oh wait i automatically fail because i only have one but i have my condition (laughs) Oh. oh god i only have one no conditions but we'll see how it goes Nope. Okay, so we all we all failed. Well, so Stu, you're you all should exhausted. just for the hell of it roll for Stuart. Just roll one die for Stuart and see if he gets a six. And if he does, he's the only person who made it over there successfully. Stuart got a one. Yeah. Okay, so we all we're all doing terribly. So you all get on these bikes, and whatever suspenseful music is playing right now suddenly turns into kazoo music and out of tune <laughs> because you all are wobbling your ass over. You're falling <laughs> over. Stuart is having a shit ton of trouble. At one point, he just gets up and just starts walking the bike, but the bike is pretty heavy, so he's got to really push. It's taking a really long time to. To get to the side <laughs> of street of the house. God, this is so embarrassing. We've been at this plan for like 30 minutes and nothing's happened. Yeah. <laughs> Clayton, you peer up from wherever you were hiding and moved out of the way to see an inferno on the street and the charred remains of the frame of that van. Um, at the same time, you see four other vans all moving in to that location. So now there are five vans on that street that you're on. I want to 
essentially like keep going further like down and then um essentially my thought process was like go further down past like the last van and then cut across the road and then my thought process is depending on how that goes maybe i actually do slash one or two tires on those vans you're gonna try to run to the side street that wesley and john are at and you're gonna walk past two of the vans and potentially slash a tire on one of them on your way is that what you're trying to do okay yeah but maybe not slash the tire we might have something else in mind okay so do you want to roll for move or roll for sneak move if i can uh you can because i feel like i'm gonna fail at sneak because i only have four so then i'm i'm already got two conditions so i would be two down um, I have a feeling I least... might know what Adam has planned, and I really hope he doesn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say GTA <laughs> logic. <laughs> when one car is next to one on fire, they all go. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> ah, no sixes. Okay, so you book it down the street with Frankie. Frankie's also going to roll for move. Yeah, see, Frankie gets two sixes. I need you, Frankie. Please. Help me, Frankie Kenobi. You're my only hope. Nope. Frankie also did not succeed. Dang it. (laughs) So you all haul ass, but in all the confusion, one of the vans sees you and swerves to kind of block your view. And they get out and they uh, draw their weapons and they start firing at you and you are dodging out of the way. What conditions do you have right now? You're injured and you're scared. Yeah, I'm injured and scared. Okay, the sound of gunfire upsets you. You're going to take the upset condition. Alrighty. Um, um, so I assume we can hear the gunfire from where we're at. Yes, you all can. And as you hear the gunfire, you also see a random new van coming down the side street that you are at. Oh, shoot. Okay, Um, we need to hide somewhere, especially with these bikes. Um, We can radio Clayton in a second, but I have a feeling that gunfire might have been directed at him. Uh, so let's uh, let's try to find a hiding spot real quick. Yeah, um, I'm going to roll for uh, to look around. Am I, am I good to do that? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, roll for investigate. One six. You see now that you're on this side street, you do see a line of trees um, on an undeveloped property. So there's like some woods nearby that you could duck into. Wesley, there's some trees over here. Let's 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 go hide. Let's Stuart this way. Oh, absolutely not. And he drops <laughs> the bike and just darts back to his house. Oh, oh God. All right. That's, I'll pick up the bike and try to drag it over with us. So you all duck into the woods. So can I look and see? Can we see Clayton from where we're at or no? No, you do see some smoke rising from above one of the houses in the direction of that backyard area. And you start seeing a lot of activity on the street. People are coming out of their houses. They're kind of like looking around like, what the hell is going on? Um, There's a lot of like indistinct chatter occurring. And that van passes you all um, as it drives down and then pulls into that side street as well. So now, um, Adam, you are running away from six vans, despite the fact that you blew up one. There's a new van that has that you've gotten its attention. Okay. So, John, we either needed to create a distraction or I don't want to radio Clayton right now and get him in more trouble. But what do you have in your in your uh, book bag and anything that we could create a distraction with or the only thing I have are my tinkering tools and the the enclosure that I got from Aubrey. 
I have an oat bar. Does that help? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I do have the, the breakfast pocket hotties that you guys didn't want to eat. They're like a diuretic. Maybe maybe we could talk to them <laughs> and like, you know, somehow convince them to take one and eat it. And then they'll be in the bathroom all day. <laughs> okay, well, maybe we need to sneak over to where Clayton is then just to get a little closer so that we can at least know what he's doing and what's going on. Because uh, we may just have to leave his bike here or or I don't know, but. We, we can we just need to get far away from this. OK, so we're going to cut back to Clayton. Clayton, you are just dodging bullets and just running around frantically trying to, like, get to the side. Room. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'm assuming. So there's that one. Van, the ones that were shooting at me, they're behind me now. Right. Technically. Yes. Yeah. They're technically behind you. There okay. is one van that is pulling up um, in front in of me. Front, right. Bonus van. Right. Yeah. All righty, folks. <laughs> We've had it since episode whatever. It's time we bring it out. Um, Clayton's going to run because I'm assuming that one van that's pulling up, they're still in the van. Mm, yes, they are in the van. Clayton's going to like keep running that direction and it's just not going to stop. He's going to pull out the gun mm -hmm. and he is going to oh, shoot the tire. Now, that's pretty much it. I want to say... Um, I don't I, I don't want to be that guy because I know I am. <laughs> but I feel like we need to put a limit to the amount of bullets that you have. In this oh, game. no, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, That's I've, why got I've, that. I've got that it already in my head. Don't okay. you worry, Corey. OK, yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah, because I haven't shot it yet. I don't think. No, you, ha no, you, you haven't. haven't I just want to make sure that this isn't something that we can continue to use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this is dangerous um, for children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I'm going to run and then shoot the tire and then. um. Essentially, I'm using Frankie as a shield like I'm having Frankie run behind me. Yep. OK. And I am also going to roll, but I'm not going to tell you what for. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. What do I roll for shooting? Would it be force? Yeah, because this is I would say this is a fight. So, yes, you are going to use force for this. OK, so I'm going to use my extra dice. OK, so I have three conditions. So let's just take force out of it. So that's four plus one is five. Oh, my God. I literally only get five. I don't get a plus with the gun right either. No. You know what? I remember we had a conversation about this. I said, if you choose the gun, you have a gun, but you do not get any bonus dice. OK, that. that's what I Yeah, That's what it yeah. was. Mm. Damn. Yeah, we had a conversation about this. <laughs> I should I should have fought more for that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and we're going to use our last luck point. Oh, thank God we got one six. <laughs> Right, so with one six, you fire the gun at the tire and you do successfully pop the tire. That is one shot, one kill. Get some. Yeah. Nice. So you stop the van. The van screeches to a halt and just starts smoking a little bit. And the agents get out, but you just start booking it uh, down the street. So you run. You meet up with Wesley and John and you see the bike on the side of the road. Clayton, you have a gun? What? Yeah, you guys don't remember that? I mean, I've been my, my plan was to kind of keep this hidden so long that you guys kind of forgot about it. That was my plan was I was going to kind of shoot the tire at first as one of a backup plan. But pretty much we the plan that we came up with in the house just didn't didn't happen. Um, oh, God. But so I took down one of the tires on that one van, but like they know where I'm running. So we got to go. OK, well, okay. here we got you this bike. Oh, perfect. Um, should we, is there a way to like, is there, is the trees area like well grounded to bike on it? Cause I don't know if we can bike on the roads. If you go through the woods, you're going to roll for sneak. If you go through the streets, you're going to roll for move. I mean, maybe we just, we take the streets cause the vans are already following us. Right. So 
Let's just take the streets and get as far away as we can for now. All right. And then we can kind of veer off maybe and hide somewhere. Yeah, so we're going to stay on the roads. Everybody roll for move. I got one. Oh, my God. I got two sixes. Oh, I got a six. I, oh, oh, my God. So wait, yeah, can he, nice. he can give me his second his six in the extended trouble, six. right? Yeah, I want to I want to enhance can. the six. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I give the six to uh, I give the six to Wesley. Thank God it's me, Margaret. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll get on your bikes and you haul ass away from there and you are biking back towards school and you keep looking over your shoulder and looking over your shoulder and like. Just making sure and checking to see if anyone is following you and you do not see any vans following you. I think we we might be in the clear, but I, I don't want to stop. Like, I want to just keep going to the school. John, do you know when your dad's showing up? I think I think it's about time. So I, I think we're good if we just go straight to the school. So you all bike back to school, and when you get there, things seem pretty normal. In fact, you notice that the maintenance vans that were checking on the gas leak are sort of packing up their supplies for the day. And John, your dad drives up um, nearby, and he looks at you, and he's like, All right, get in the car. I got the supplies. I got the supplies that we need. Did you have the supplies that we need? Yes, yes, we got the supplies. Let's go, let's go. Okay, wait, what are your friends doing here? We can't, I Just can't go. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> wait, we can, let's leave the, we we're not taking the bikes. We got to leave the bikes for Stuart. He yeah, can, we'll leave them at school. can come get them from school. Are you yeah. kids okay? What happened? It's, it's kind of a long story and we don't have, I don't have a lot of the details. Clayton can explain it best, but I think the important thing is we need to get out of here uh, now. Okay, all right, fine. Get in, get in the car. I don't know. Squeeze. Just make sure. I don't, this is probably not safe, but I don't think anyone really I'll cares. I'll sit on John's lap. <laughs> <laughs> he kissed my boo boo earlier. <laughs> what? You know what? Wait, that actually is fine. Okay, you all should be very loving and caring to each other. <laughs> and John's dad peels off down the street. Um, so you are all driving back to the Milady household, and John's dad says, "Well, the Milady Manor, if you will." Yeah. Oh. oh my god! Actually, actually, he prefers it's called a Womanor. Yes, <laughs> the Milady Womanor. <laughs> yeah, you're driving back to the Milady Womanor, and John's dad looks at you, uh, Wesley, and he says, "You know, uh, you need to apologize to my wife. Uh, you, you really, you really upset her. Did, have you done that yet?" With all due respect, I'll if if it's just gonna help smooth things over for the time being, I'll I'll tell her I'm sorry, but but I I'm not gonna mean it. And that's just well, me being honest. Look, son, I, I if you're not going to mean it, it, it needs to be sincere. OK, you got to You got to trust women. OK, or you gotta, what, did, what did I say earlier? You got to respect women. That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you want me to mean trust. it, but not be sincere. <laughs> Listen, Wesley, you have to be sincere and mean it because you have to respect women. OK, that's what I said. Or like I've said this the whole time. OK, if it's not going to be sincere, then I don't think I can take you back to my house right now. OK, this is but already. It's already a lot to explain. Wesley, I'm going to have to drop you back off at your house. Wouldn't true equality mean that women are held to the same standards as men are? And so 
If she, you know, if a man treated me what the was same that? way. Hang on one second. And he pulls out a microphone from his, yeah. his, uh, his he goes live on he Facebook. He goes yeah. live on, he goes on Facebook. And he's like, say that again. What was that? <laughs> Wesley, Wesley, I think this is just something where you're just going to have to lie to him too, to make it seem like you're going to be sincere. And then you just got to roll really, 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 really well. <laughs> Sorry, I, like, I don't know where that roll came from, but... I feel like you're going to have to roll really, 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 really well. <laughs> okay, all right. Roll for charm to convince Mr. Milady. Okay. Uh, two sixes. Enhance Damn. a pocket. Pocket, baby. Okay, uh, John's dad looks at you in the rearview mirror, and he's like, all right, fine, I'll take you home, but Clayton, I'm dropping you off on, on the side of the street, okay? Yeah, that's totally fine. All right, I'll take you to my house, Wesley, and so you can... Talk to my wife. Oh God, she's gonna, she's gonna know that I was conniving against her because we picked her up. It's, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. We can just, we can just tell her that I asked to be picked up so that I could come and apologize in person. Sure, fine, fair enough. Okay, fine. John's dad drives back to the Milady Womanor, and <laughs> a few houses down, drops Clayton off on the side of the road, and then drives up to the house and parks in the garage, and then you all get out and walk inside. And uh, Mrs. Milady is in the living room and she sees all of you walk in and she looks at you, Wesley, and she kind of narrows her eyes. And she says, I was very clear that uh, I did not want Wesley here at the house today. Um, what's what's this about? And I was very clear. I'm sorry. <clears throat> uh, um, <laughs> let me just take a moment. Sorry. Um. Uh, Mrs. Mullaney, I, I actually I asked uh, John if I could come over today uh, to apologize to you in person. I didn't want to do it over the phone earlier because that didn't seem sincere enough. So, look, I'm, I'm sorry. We've just had a really rough time with our friend Sarah. And and, and you know, that my mom taught me or raised me better than that. And I need to respect adults. And I know that you were just looking out for your son, John, whom we both love. So I, I I am sorry that I used the, the language I did with you. Roll for charm. Okay. With advantage. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. If only. <laughs> but I'm holding my knife while I say it to her. Don't don't forget whatever conditions you have. Yeah. So here's the thing, is I didn't roll a six, I would love to use a luck point. You can absolutely just make Because sure I feel try. like I cannot fail this or we're in big trouble. Okay, I got one six that time. Okay, with one six, she her eyes are still narrowed, but they soften a little bit, and she goes, "Well, I appreciate the apology, um, Wesley. Just make sure you don't do it again, okay?" I I won't. I promise. Okay. Does your mother know where you are? I haven't. No, I haven't actually checked in with her in a while. Maybe I should give her a call. Yeah, I think maybe we should get get you home, okay? But I okay. appreciate you coming over and apologizing. So. Mrs. Milady gets up and goes over to the phone and calls your mother. And a few minutes later, she drives up and takes you home. Um, John, you are with your dad back in the garage. And he's like, all right, did you did you get what I needed? Did you get all the supplies? I went through a lot of trouble, but I ended up getting the uh, the motherboard that you asked for. And I pull out the motherboard from my book bag. OK, and he looks over at the motherboard and he's like, son, where did you find this? Jeez, this is in mint condition. My goodness. We went through a lot of trouble. Um, so, you know, our friend. Um, well, I say friend, you know, the kid <laughs> Stuart, his sister <laughs> is also a tech enthusiast. And uh, we, I, I 
we won a bet, and uh, she gave it to me. So we have this uh, we have this motherboard. Your friend Stuart. What are you talking about? You didn't tell Stuart. What? Who's this? Who's this friend Stuart? You didn't tell him about anything that we were doing, right? No, he doesn't know anything about what we're doing. He just he was. We saw him at the school, and he. He, he somewhat knows what's going on. He doesn't know everything because... Someone knows what's going on, son. Didn't I tell you not to tell anybody about this? Not because of us. This is stuff that happened prior. He 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 was involved with the, with the uh, Sarah case. So he already knew stuff that was going on prior to, to everything else. So prior to when I told you to be careful. Prior to when you told me to be careful. All right, fair enough, fair enough. And the enclosure and the and the wire, you got that too? Yes, I, I got that as well. And I pull out the enclosure and the uh, the wire, and I hand that to him. He inspects both of them, and he narrows his eyes. He's like, "All right, the wire's looking a little a little worse to the wear, but the processor is so nice. This should be fine. This should work." <laughs> yeah, I, to be honest, I didn't really do anything with this enclosure, so it might not be up to like I. I mean, it kind of looks like it was just kind of thrown together, but I think it'll work. Don't don't you think? I don't know. The motherboard seems pretty good, so I think we should be fine. All right. So. All right. Uh, good. Good job, son. And he pats you gently on the head. Thank you, father. Um, so what 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 do we do now? Well, should probably be going into work tomorrow. Uh, and we have everything that we need. Are your friends willing to skip school and uh, and come with us? Hell yeah! Oh, I'm not here. <laughs> Clayton, absolutely. Wesley's Wesley's a good boy. He 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 doesn't like skipping school, but I think we could talk him into it. All right, go get some sleep. You look like shit. I probably <laughs> smell not so great either. I've been, I had to bike a lot. It's it's a long story. I'm gonna go take a shower. <laughs> yeah, you smell like Lunchables treats as if they were out out in the hot sun for nine months. <laughs> and I, I, let me tell you, the the breakfast pocket hotties that I had this morning are not sitting great with me. <laughs> Those things are awful. I don't know why anyone buys them, but that's fine. <laughs> so you go back into your bedroom. The rest of the day goes by without any sort of, you know, problems. We are going to cut to later that night. Who has a walkie on their, their person? I do. And then okay. I do. And you do? Yeah. Okay. Uh, both of you roll a D6 and tell me what you got. Just one D6. Just one D6. I got a three. Oh, I got a six. Nice. Okay. So you all have successfully dodged the vans. You are kind of on edge and on high alert when you all get back to your house or wherever, Clayton, you ended up. Clayton, where did you end up going? I went to my little hideout outside you went to your again. little hideout. Okay. You all kind of are keeping a, a watchful eye. You're constantly checking, you know, outside of your house windows, but you don't happen to see any vans that are coming by. Clayton, you go to your hideout and you are winding down for the evening. And, and Frankie goes, hey, are you going to fix my arm by any chance? Like, what if I spark and then set the woods on fire? Oh, Frankie, you're <laughs> you're asking the wrong first. You're hanging out with the wrong guy <laughs> if you want to get that arm fixed, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, God, we're your friends. OK, it doesn't matter. It's fine, I guess. We'll, we'll, we'll get a fix when we when we see uh, Wesley and John again. OK, uh, good night, I guess. Here, no, it won't spark. And then I turn him off. No, oh, OK, he shuts down. <laughs> you start getting ready for bed, uh, Clayton, when all of a sudden there is a staticky signal that comes from your walkie. I don't do anything yet. I just I just listen to see if I hear anything. 
Okay, you hear what sounds like a, a warbling scream. I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I click on it and I go, hello? There is no response. Hmm, don't like that. I, yeah, I'm going to radio John and be like, John? Yeah, Clayton, what's, what's, what's going on? I, j- I just heard a, a scream through the, through the walkie. Was that you? No, it wasn't me. I'm, I'm laying down. I was getting ready to go to bed. What, what do you mean? Oh. You heard, what do you mean you heard a scream? What did it? What did it, it? It sounded like a. It was like a, a, a weird scream through the through the radio, and then I said hello, and then nobody answered through it. I mean, it could have been interference. Somebody else in the area may may have been on your your radio wave, and and that's what you heard. Where are you? Well, I'm at my hideout. I mean, where where is your hideout? In the woods. Which probably, like, you know, now retroactively looking back at it probably isn't safe with these with these uh, monsters around. But, you know, it, it's high up in elevation, so it's on it's on the top but, of a cliff. But they're also, like, fire fire monsters, aren't they? I mean, if they – if you're, like, up in the tree or something and they touch the tree, it's just going to – No, no, no. I'm not in a tree. Like, I'm on a cliff. Oh, okay. Sorry. Like a rocky cliff. Yeah, you said you're in the, in the forest, so I thought you were, like, up in like, – Well, like, rocky tree. cliff in the forest. Okay, I'm so confused. Okay. Anyways. As you all are talking back and forth, another voice hops on the radio, and you hear, Hello? Hello? Who is is this? You recognize Aubrey's voice. She's like, Uh, John, is that you? Uh, Aubrey? What's... How did you get on this signal? I just found this walkie outside on on the front of the house by by the garbage cans. Whose walkie's that? I don't... I don't know. Did, oh. you get, where's Stuart? Is he not with you? No, I just, he was taking out the trash and that. Oh God. Stuart? Stuart! And that is where we will end our episode. No! Oh, I'm about to get the no! episode and the podcast. I can't think of a happier <laughs> ending than Stuart yeah. being gone. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm about to get the best sleep of my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Well, folks, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this. And tell your friends about us. Reviews and word of mouth are the best ways to support us. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and threads at Tales from the Group, no spaces, and on X, formerly known as Twitter, at TFTGPod. And you can follow me at Twitch at Sir Valentinian. That's Sir Valentine. Drop the E at I-A-N. And you can follow me over at Medium. I am at Dusty Tomes, spelled D-U-S-T-Y-T-O-M-E-S. And our podcast art is by Haley Foster. Uh, She apparently got into this document and wrote, damn straight it is, in parentheses. (laughs) 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 And you you can follow her on Instagram at doodlesbyred. God, I love that this is an open document on Google. (laughs) We release new episodes every other Thursday. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any more excessive property damage or trespassing. Until next time. Okay, Okay, bye. bye.